Hello, and welcome to the Brain Mastery Podcast, brought to you by ABI Wellness. This series features renowned experts on brain injury, brain health, and rehabilitation. Be sure to visit abiwellness.com for more resources. All right. Welcome back to the Brain Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Watson, uh, the CEO of ABI Wellness. Today, I have a real leader um, in, in brain injury um, support, uh, advocacy, uh, management, uh, leadership. Um, today's guest is a thought leader in this work. Um, uh, I'm privileged to have the founder of TBI One Love uh, joining me today. His name is James Durham. Uh, James is somebody who has a very inspiring personal story um, related to TBI. And what, what really inspires me, and we're going to dig into a lot of this today, is that when this occurred to him, which is a very, you know, such a challenging um, situation, you know, James um, seeked to understand how to make a bigger difference for others that may have experienced a, a similar problem to him. And uh, I'm just so excited to, to learn from and with you today on the podcast. Uh, James, thanks for joining us. Hey, Mark, thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Oh, that's great. Um, anything else in, in kind of your initial intro that I missed um, that you would like to add for our listeners? Uh, typically, our listeners are, are people that may have suffered a brain injury, um, professionals who work in the space. So these could be occupational therapists, uh, physical therapists physiatrists, medical doctors, community support workers? You know, it's very informative that you listed all those because those are a huge aspect to any brain injury survivor or brain health stepping stones, even though they can be addressed either short or long-term, but they really help rewire their individual's brain to the path that they want and have on their own mindset instead of thinking it's something but similar to a dream where it's going to more than likely fade away. Right, right. Well, I mean, right before we were right before I started recording, you know, you and I already got into it, <laughs> talking <laughs> about the work and, and the inspiration for the work and some of the main messages. And, you know, you can tell um, that, you know, James is extremely passionate about this work. Uh, for the listeners uh, today, I think you've got a really inspiring and remarkable story. And you have a really interesting uh, message to share uh, for those that are listening. So for those that are listening, you know, really listen up here. James, would you mind just sharing for our listeners your main message uh, in kind of the world of brain health based on your experiences? Of course not. You know, it's very important for anyone, not only, of course, brain injury survivors and caregivers, but also the general public with taking time to do what's best for them, best for their current and future mindset. And of course, learning how what their mind truly conceives and believes that's what's going to achieve so you have to take the little steps and understand that the environment and when i say environment i'm not talking only about your location on a map but also the people that you surround in your environment your own personal setting to make that better to understand what i'm referring to 
that really changes your mindset. It's our mind adapts to everything. It absorbs energy from everything. So when you have individuals that their body language is more obvious than their tone, then our mind is going to react to that. And sometimes it's going to try to copy that in a sense. But when we have the ability to be selective on who we allow in our circle, AKA our environment, that's going to have a more positive aspect on how we are, how we be, how we act, and most importantly, how we live. Uh, now, that, let's unpack that a little bit here, uh, if we could. And thank you. That's wonderful. You know, as you think about this in, in your life and, and in those, you know, to bring more context to it, what are some examples as to how you're seeing that play out uh, within your work? You know, and that's great. I'm glad you asked that. Seeing that play out in work is giving people part of the TBI One Love positive form, which is spreading hope, inspiration, and education for those that have been touched by a brain injury. And of course, to the general public, sharing awareness and prevention. So when you're doing that, again, it's resetting their mindset to help them feed it a different appetite because what we do feed our mind determines our daily appetite. And I'm not referring to appetite well, hunger. It's how we live, how we think, how we feel comfortable, our daily process. Also, how we think, feel, and act towards ourselves because we are the main key part of the equation. Other people can motivate you. Other people can hurt you. But we need to understand, even though that's about 75, 80% of the equation and ourself is only a little amount, that is the biggest part and the biggest thing that can work so it's best to again like we've been discussing to be more interested in our own brain health to be more interested in our own inspiration to understand we are ourselves there's a there's a reason we're all different because there's only one of us and even if we don't feel important at some times which is natural for all of us life has mm -hmm. ups and downs there is always going to be people that we will either never meet or that we will never hear from that we are their daily inspiration and in helping them move. Oh, forward. I love this. Holy smokes. Keep going. We just need to understand that there's, like I said, there's going to be people we meet. There's going to be people that we know that would never share that because we live in such a judgmental environment that's been going on for decades. So people do not speak too freely. They do to an extent but around certain things because our brain naturally persuades us to not do certain things like the pros and cons. When we think about, Hey, maybe we should try this. Our brain naturally tries to persuade us on why we shouldn't do something. And instead of doing something, that's like when you take the neurological pathway, the power of positivity. When you think about just one positive thing a day, literally just one, it can be at the middle, it can be at the beginning, or it can be at the end. Whatever feels more comfortable to yourself. When you start do that daily, it becomes a habit. And what's great is you start to notice more positive things. And during that process, your mind is actually creating new neurological pathways and building the positive representative. So you're going to, like I stated earlier, you're going to see things more positive, which has a ripple effect of what you see is how you be, how you act, and how you live. And you'll be amazed, and so are your listeners. When you ask someone, and we've all been here, 
ask someone, hey, think of something positive. You're going to see them try to think hard, like, oh, I need to really think what's something positive. Think about the little things. For example, you wake up, you have clothes, you have food, you, the little things, which are really the big things. We have to start small, but then you're going to have an unbelievable ripple effect to notice them more instead of focusing only on the negative, which life's full of negative perspectives and our brain naturally focuses on those. But once again, it's up to us to rewire not only our mindset, but also rewire our pathway of personal success. And that is going to be a phenomenal impact that you are really going to be extremely amazed at every step along the way. Yeah, that's, that's really great. And I, what I, what I really, I mean, all of that was wonderful, but what I really wanted to draw more attention to uh, was that concept of um, through your vision, right. And your message, you never know the impact that may have for someone else that might really need to hear that little piece, that little bit of information that could give them, you know, you talk about hope that could give them that little bit of hope that could enable them to take the risk to go out and try their best that day. And I exactly. think that is something that is just so important because I know in my life, I've had many coaches that, you know, really believed in me before I could believe in me sometimes, if you know what I mean. And um, what a great message to share in as we think about brain injury and brain health. I mean, just wonderful. You know, and I'm glad you mentioned that because again, it's not only important, but like how you stated with living each day to the fullest. And that is something that all of our listeners need to really do every single day. Remind ourselves because, for example, with this pandemic that's been going on, life can change in a second. And it's not something that we know when, how, or what the outcome will be. Or if it's going to be a small change, big change, or complete change to where it's literally either over or drastically never even close to being exactly how we know our own personal normal, if you will. That is more motivation every day to live life to the fullest and do and think and be the best that you can. Because it, instead of regretting like, oh, I wish I would have done something, have that mindset, you know what, I'm glad I did something. I had a checklist or a, a goal list. And when naturally when we hear the word goal or achievements we think okay to do that we have to look at the big picture like within the next years or multiple years or months no make one hey for this week monday through friday i want to make sure that i do something more motivating for myself help people something simple smile at strangers when i walk by people hey have a nice day because what if when you're doing that for yourself, it's going to be rewarding, but the individuals that you do that to, that could be the nicest thing they've heard in a very long time, over weeks, months, or even years, and they're hearing it from someone that they don't even know. So it's, again, warping the power of positivity that there are nice people out there, and that's what the acronym for HOPE stands for in my mindset. Mm -hmm. people everywhere. I love it. I mean, so good. And, you know, your main message is really understand that you know um change is possible improvement is possible you know one of the individuals i've been very fortunate to to learn from and with uh, her name is mary ev uh and and she had an acquired a, a brain injury and the term that she uses and i really really like it 
is reclaim. There's a, there's a, there's a level of possession there. You know, when she, you know, um, was diagnosed with, with her acquired brain injury, they couldn't quite figure it out initially what, what was going on. Um, but it turned out to be a, more of like a fungal infection that seemed to look like a, a tumor. And, and when that occurred, you know, of course, it, it, it threw everything in, in her life into chaos and her family. And she was a young mother and, and a wife and an executive. And, and when all of this occurred and, and she heard all these challenge, this challenging news about everything and everything was happening so quickly, you know, she ended up finding our organization, our group, who we focused on, on cognitive rehab, but in a way that's neuroplastic and very much focused on growth mindset, which is what you're all about. And what she said to me when we asked about, okay, what impact is this having? You know, not just cognitively getting into all the scientific stuff, but like what real benefit is it having? And she said, I'm reclaiming. I'm starting to reclaim some of what I had lost. I'm a different Mary Eve now. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I have some limitations, but I also have strengths. And I've built, you know, following the injury, I've built up a lot of capacities uh, because of this program. And I'm able to work more independently. And damn it, I've reclaimed some more of myself through this process. And see, that's what's great is, and it's very inspiring to others, like we were discussing earlier. Not only sharing your own personal story, which it's not only just one story. We all, every day is a story. Every day is a uh, new beginning also. But when you share that, again, it's having the ripple effect, not only helping ourselves by taking weight off our shoulders, but also it's inspiring others that get the opportunity to hear that. Even if they're not in the conversation with you, they are with you in some other area that is definitely helping them mentally, physically, and of course, emotionally. Well, and that's why, you know, I, I was really struck and we'll share the links uh, later on here, but uh, to learn more about, about James's work and his organization, it's TBI as in traumatic brain injury, one love.com. And, you know, the first thing you see is the mission statement, right? And, and I really sense that. And it's something that those who know me, um, I am a, an organizational nerd, okay? And a vision uh, junkie. And, you know, I love um, when a mission and a vision is actually reflective in the behavior of the organization. Um, and, I, and I'm also on the other side of that coin, frustrated when the vision are, is empty words, you know? Uh, the vision should actually uh, determine the behavior and vice versa. And, you know, when, it, when I think about your, your mission, you know, it's, pro it's to provide education, inspiration, and connection through information, encouraging survivor stories, and our family of those touched by brain injury, creating awareness, support, and prevention. And, and with every word I'm hearing, uh, you know, it's, it's quite clear that, that you're living to that. So that's wonderful. Thank you. And, and same to you, it's wonderful. The impact that you guys are doing is kind of like the same scenario. It's not only helping individuals that have been touched by a brain injury, but also letting them understand that, of course, they're not alone. So when they have someone that can suggest different steps or guidance, it might work for them. It might not be something that either works or interested in, but nonetheless, doing something that's motivating them to understand that 
you're getting guidance, not just from someone in the medical field, not just from some, someone that has done research about it, but you're getting guidance, which is also a combination of hope and inspiration from someone who lives with it, who is just like you, where you feel comfortable. So it's a great form of communication as well, where they're really with you, not just like, oh, okay, you Googled something or, or maybe you've heard of something, did research or you're going to school for that. That is understandable. No, I, uh, I, I love it. And I, and I think that it really does take a community. Like we were saying, it, you know, I'm here in, as you can tell by my strong Canadian accent, uh, I'm in Vancouver, British Columbia. And here you are, you know, in the Dallas Fort Worth area uh, region in Texas. And we're having this, this conversation about service and, and helping people that are, that are in need of education, um, community support, which is really, you know, a big part of your mission. Mm -hmm. uh, and community, right? And community, uh, which is so important. And then, you know, with our organization, kind of the same, you know, we, we definitely want to uh, provide education and community, but education less so, more so rehabilitation and aligning that in a way that can extend to community. Because until recently, and this has been a frustration of, of mine, you know, the organization that we started and the therapies that we, that we were providing were really only available um, in the Vancouver area. So we had people moving away from places like Ohio <laughs> to get you know, access to this kind of work. And it's, um, it's wonderful because when you connect communities together, people can start to understand what can be possible for them. And, and hearing messages like yours and, and help, helping to meet someone where they're at is, uh, is so important because I myself, I don't think I've maybe my, our colleague or friend, mutual friend who connected us, uh, Michelle, who's just the most wonderful person, mm -hmm. um, you know, almost everybody in our team, oh, no, everybody has been through some significant challenges. And I think it's really important and, you know, to understand that and, you know, some would call it grit and resilience. And I remember for myself at the outset of some of this work, you know, I was diagnosed with, with cancer right around the same time as, as, as I believe some of your challenges that you've noticed started, I was diagnosed in, in 2013 and, and what happened, it was so isolating, right? Cause I felt like no one else had been there. Right. Of course that was so untrue, <laughs> but in that moment, I'm going I'm 37 years old, what's going on. I like to think I'm relatively mindful at that time. I was much less so. So it's kind of, you know, I got two young kids, a wife, like, why is this, what's going on here? And then once I started to learn and understand and hear from more people and in, in cancer, you know, there's a lot out there, a lot of resources out there for some people that might be struggling with it. Why that is, is a different show, but um, <laughs> you know, it was something that I was really grateful for. However, as I thought about my work and our work in brain injury, I was like, oh my God, there's so few resources. There's, oh my God, you know, and in cancer, there's so much and in other chronic health conditions and thank goodness there, there are, but together we have so much work to do. And that's why, you know, we hope that, you know, you, if you're listening to this here and this reaches you in a way that, that is helpful for you, you know, reach out to James you know, reach out to TBI One Love because they're here to help. Mm -hmm. uh, they're here to help you. And, and they've got a strong network of people 
uh, and, and professionals that can help. And same thing with us, you know, with ABI Wellness. You know, we're here to help too, uh, but we're actually here to help the professional uh, first so the professional can extend their care even further uh, in a way that, uh, that is, um, you know, scalable. And uh, so that's really interesting as we think about our, our puzzle pieces <laughs> fitting together. It's pretty yes. cool. Very cool. Um, so I've got another question for you. Um, you know, you, you're a very mindful person, clearly. Um, when I think about, you know, I, I love asking this question, you know, what are some of the most influential books or, um, you know, research papers that, that, that you've been exposed to and have really influenced your work? You know, that's a really good question because there's so many to list. There's so many that are with research, with books, with movies, et cetera. I mean, I really can't, I'll be honest with you. I really can't name just a few because I feel like I'm leaving so much out, but it's what I highly recommend for our listeners is really just enjoying the power of research because you're going to find stuff that is by searching online or, and when I say searching online, I'm not just talking about online articles. You're going to find books. You're going to find YouTube stories. You're going to find movies that are associated with that. And it's amazing how there are so many different things that really wrap around brain health and or brain injury. And I'm going to give you one example of something that everyone has seen that is an old movie, but it is tied with the brain injury. For example, 51st dates. She had a brain injury, so she had to keep reliving the day over and over again. But see, brain injuries and brain health are everywhere. We just do not hear the word or just really do not have that perspective unless we have been touched by one. But once you've been touched by one, either someone in your family or you personally are a survivor, you're going to have certain things click at a different perspective, kind of like the equation when you start locating more positive things. So once again, there's so many powerful resources out there. There's great books, great audio books, great videos, either movies or actual documentaries. There's also great professional athletes or just professional individuals, either actors or just professional spokespeople that will give great attributes that are both mental and of course, physical strength. That is something we all could use. Oh, hundred percent. Uh, yeah, I like that answer. I, um, you know, I, I, I think that when you talk about 51st dates, I think that's a really insightful point because I came from a, a background of, of, of sport and, you know, my, some of my exposure to, to brain injury was through, was through intercollegiate athletics and high school athletics and, you know, through concussions. And, you know, when I was playing, it was just a dinger, right? It's just like, oh, you got your bell rung. That was funny. Like, you know, no, you know, now get back out there. <laughs> and, um, you know, thankfully, you know, a lot's improved and this is where the education comes out again, but same kind of thing. You think about, you know, 51st dates, you know, um, you know, the serious memory issues going on there, uh, you know, very serious issue, but laughed about and, and a movie's built around it. And, you know, Thankfully, I believe it's the narrative is starting to change and, and more research and is going into, into that, but it really, you know, 
that's it's really not a funny thing you know yeah it's not and like i stated and like we've also discussed prior to this and i'm sure you've had this discussion with anyone people again do not have that perspective until it is more of an understanding and it could be either to themselves someone close in their environment or someone they've heard of to where it at least is not a foreign language but it's sad and that's the whole reason of starting my organization tbi one love not only again spreading that positive form of hope inspiration and education of course with awareness and prevention but ending the silent of something of that is literally the most known unknown that occur, occurs more than any form of cancer, has the highest death rate, and yet is the least discussed because it is an invisible disability, which as you know, so to the naked eye, you can't tell someone has a brain injury. You might think, okay, either they were born like that, or that's just a gene, etc. But when you have the ability to either learn from the individual, if they're able to speak, or from their caregivers, instead of just labeling, it's going to change your own perspective and help educate you. Yeah, I love it. Super well said. And uh, yeah, I absolutely love it. So, so th this is one where, you know, this question, you know, James, let's say you, we gave you the crystal ball, okay, and you could shape the future of brain health in whatever way you wanted. So let's say you were able to do that. What would the future look like in the world of brain health? You know, in the future of brain health, I think again, like we've been discussing, we're really just breaking the iceberg with people like you that is helping make a difference from a personal understanding. And it's definitely changed what we're all used to in the youth of education about the brain, about brain health, brain injuries, et cetera. And I don't think, and this is just my personal perspective, I don't think that literally within our time frame of life, we're gonna fully understand the full benefits, the full perspectives, the full really understanding of anything that is labeling with the brain, which is, as we know, a continuing growing cycle a huge area of both injured health positive negative attributes but nonetheless we are riding a wave that is part of the change like for example even though the amount of abis per year globally continue to climb just like they have for for centuries same thing with tbis they're never going to slow down but getting an understanding and like when Dr. Ben Amal, you've located CTE that changed yeah. drastically a concussion from instead of just being a, a headache and it's nothing big to know that is a traumatic brain injury. And that's changed a lot. And it's sad to say, it's always going to continue to grow. You're always going to have individuals that sustain concussions that take their own life um, due to that. And all the sports, not just football, but contact sports are all going to change. The studies of brains are going to change, but we're never going to be at the end, which is good instead of, oh, I hope this will one day start to lift up. Yeah, I love it. And I think that's a piece that, that you did you do so well through your work is really advocacy and awareness and understanding and connection. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm on board with that. That, sound, that sounds great to me, <laughs> you know, because the CTE one is a really interesting one, obviously with some of, you know, my initial exposure and interest into some of this work was 
you know, if you repeatedly hit your head, surely that can't be good, <laughs> you know, but, but we look at the resistance that, that, that he experienced in, in, in finding something new. And this is something that's really fascinating when in, in health and medical, when you, when you discover something, uh, you ha one has to be open to then challenging their biases and, and being open to new things. Mm -hmm. And that is so, can be so challenging because many, many of us, we, you know, well, all of us have biases. How many of us are really aware of those biases and willing to challenge them? Exactly. And that's what we have to do is challenge anything of our own personal standings instead of thinking that we're not capable or not suitable or nonetheless just having any mindset that thinking it's not going to be beneficial, et cetera. There's too many things in the list to really label that correctly. But right. we need to continue just like you. And when I say we, I'm meaning you included. Be in adv advocacy and letting people know that, hey, it's unfortunate what you've got. It's a lifelong journey. But instead of having the mindset of why me, why me, why me, change the mindset with the proper guidance of what can we learn to help others understand with this? It's similar to riding a bike. Any brain injury is. Of course, when you fall, we're going to get hit hard and we're going to lay down. But we do have the ability. And when I say we, I mean also the caregivers, because not every brain injury has the ability to ever function fully or be independent. But we need to learn and advocate ourselves to get up, spread awareness, spread hope, and inspire others that, hey, life is very fragile. And most importantly, your brain is. So protect it instead of mm -hmm. thinking that, oh, it's no big deal. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. So, uh, you know, it, it, I could talk to you for days, and this is something we could, we could definitely do again. And again, if I can be of support of you, you know, just you know, reach out to me, you know how to get a hold of me. Same with you. Same with you. Yes, sir. Um, with, uh, you know, for the listeners here, so, you know, if you haven't done it already, you know, James also hosts a, a podcast, um, the TBI One Love uh, podcast that can be found, you know, online through the site, but also through all the good places we find podcasts. The links will, um, will be in the show notes. Uh, so definitely check it out. Again, it all fits directly with what uh, you know James is doing within uh, TBI One Love, all centered around hope. And um, for our listeners here, they want to reach out to you. They want to learn more about your work. Tell us more about how we can get a hold of you. No, I really appreciate it. Yeah, to get a hold of TBI One Love and myself, of course, like Mark had mentioned, follow us and contact us on any form of social media, as well as tbionelove.org. On the website, you'll find not only more information about our work, about our outreach, also you can see our literally global inspiration community of survivors and caregivers that are coming out of 14 different countries. Almost 400 survivors have shared their story of hope to inspire others and let people see that they are not alone. Also on tbionelove.org, you'll see our huge podcast outreach and on any of the episodes that you like you just hit the play button and that covers 50 states and 32 countries wow that's wonderful i mean definitely check it out everybody and um any parting words that you wanted to share with with the listeners today 
Um, one thing, uh, first off, I just want to thank you, Michelle, for the opportunity to connect with you guys and learn more about the ABI wellness and, of course, be a guest on your Framework podcast. But also with our listeners, I really enjoy learning more about how well TBI Will Love can help educate people, how I personally can share more information to promote brain health and, of course, brain injury awareness and prevention, and also the ability of knowing that we can work together to help make lives better. Oh, that's the perfect place to end. I mean, thank you so, so much uh, for your commitment to service, to, to this community, to this cause that we need more help. So please reach out to both of us. If it, this is a, something that you're passionate about, we want to hear from you. There are opportunities. There is a lot of work to do. So there's lots of opportunities to, to make a difference. Uh, in this cause and to really help change someone's life. So if the, if this podcast resonated for you, please, please download it, um, share it, subscribe. Like James said, maybe his words might find someone right in the place where they needed to hear them. So thanks again. I, I really appreciate you and your time. Don't forget to check back for a new Brain Mastery segment every week. Here's a sneak peek of our next thought-provoking interview. My main message is let's turn brain injury, brain health, let's turn that complexity into something simple. Let's get back to the basics, the foundation. Before you build a structure, you focus on a strong foundation. A tree has many roots. So what does that mean for brain health? That means are people eating properly, proper nutrition. Mm. Food is medicine. If someone's going to eat potato chips all day, that's going to affect the body. Exercise. Are people getting a little bit of movement every mm -hmm. day? We're not talking about running marathons every day. Little bit of movement, whatever's recommended. It you know, goes back and forth, 20 minutes, 30 minutes a day, 40 minutes move whatever you want to do move a little bit get that heartbeat going try to move in whatever way one is able to move and then sleep proper sleep um mm -hmm. look even someone without a brain injury without any illnesses if you don't sleep right you're going to have a terrible day your interactions are going to be terrible and we always talk about if you're going to change the world start with your little corner well, if you're not doing well in your little corner, it's going to run downhill. Things are not going to go well. So we need to focus on the basics, foundational health, and build off of that. Thank you so much for listening to the Brain Mastery Podcast brought to you by ABI Wellness. Be sure to follow us on social media channels at ABI Wellness. The statements made regarding the Bears platform and ABI Wellness have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of the Bears platform has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. The Bears platform is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
All information presented here is not meant as a substitute for or alternative to information from healthcare practitioners. Please consult your healthcare professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before using any product. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act requires this notice.